everybody and welcome to the wonderful world of football shirts your podcast that is dedicated to football shirts it's uh, mine and mark's and yours safe space in which we're allowed to share our opinions on football shirts be it good be it bad uh mark said it every week mark says it best that it is a celebration of all things football shirt related and i can't do my show not my show oof god that's my show i can't do this show without my partner in crime and potentially for the last time in a while hello mark hello I'm honoured to be a guest on your show. (laughs) Uh, How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yourself? Good, yes. I'm also doing well, thank you. I'm doing very well. And why are you doing very well? Well, going away tomorrow. That's fun. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Um, Yes, we're off to, to Columbia tomorrow. Finally. Busy few days coming up, a lot of traveling, but yeah, really looking forward to going away. Nice. So uh, in the meantime, I'm going to have some guests filler in us. So so you will be missed sorely, but uh, we've got some people that can stand in for you. Good old. Yeah. The Oli Gunnar Solskjaer of the wonderful world of football shirts. Jake will happily come and step in. Um, Shall we just crack on? and Mm -hmm. talk about football shirts and stuff. Now, the last episode, people will remember, is we released an episode with the Asphalt Social Club, Mm -hmm. and Mark said that he would listen to the podcast Mm. for the first time in a while and give his honest opinion, a review (laughs) of the chat that I had. Go on, Mark. You got a a minute? (laughs) I got a minute. Mr. Ask himself. Um, Yeah, we were just just saying off off camera um, that I did listen. Um, and that I, I enjoyed the chat. I enjoyed the chat. I'm looking forward to maybe one day seeing some uh, some maybe lower league uh, ask ask. Is that what he was like, kind of referring to them? Yes, I, I think he kept on saying ask, and then would maybe try and correct himself to say asphalt social club because yeah. he. I don't think he wants to be known as, but it is down as. Yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I have admiration for someone who, like anyone who kind of just goes and kind of like turns a hobby into, um, you know, into um, you know, a, a career, I guess. And he certainly seems to be doing pretty, pretty well for himself. Um, yeah, the stuff about the Holland kind of like designing kits and coming up with the you know, like the geometric lion type stuff. It's like really interesting to hear about like the way that these kind of challenges and how, you know, challenges challenges that get faced and and how you, um, you know, as a designer can kind of link memorable parts of shirts, but not make it too kind of obvious to use a, you know to use that sort of phrase but but yeah i really enjoyed it good i'm glad <laughs> uh, and did and, you uh, did you enjoy chatting to him i really did and uh, we're going to actually keep on the man united theme because today we have another chat lined up with um, jake from shirts in time podcast 
Oh. And, uh, I'll be appearing on his podcast pretty soon, so keep an eye on that. Very nice. What's yeah, um, so what what's what's their podcast? Uh, what what's what's their podcast about? About about probably about football shirts, right? But yeah, and uh, <laughs> like, like Jake interviews a lot of people that talk about their collections, and you know it's it's just like this in a way, just uh, you just idle chat about football shirts, maybe your collection stuff like that. Whereas you know we have a few more things we you know talk about. Either a little bit way, of chit chat. Man United fan, and he's gutted that every time he has a podcast recording, they um, Man United end up losing. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, they don't, uh, you know, they don't mess up again. Yeah. So um, let's crack on about football shirts. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just, let's just, okay, well, okay. Let's just say that uh, we're recording this on the 2nd of November. Uh, yes. And just previously gone has been Halloween. Mm. And I noticed that in America, two people dressed up as David Beckham for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Did you see? I saw one. We had Edward Norton dress up as David Beckham for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we had The Rock. The, the Rock was the one that I saw. So as Halloween costumes go, do you want to just quickly talk about what is very wrong with The Rock dressing up as David Beckham. <laughs> do, do I want to discuss it or are you going to tell me? No, I just want you to say it, really. Well, I don't have the, um, I don't have the, the picture in front of me, but I, it is actually a bit etched into my brain because he was wearing this kind of skinny, tight shirt for starters. And um, I believe it wasn't even a real... Man United. I suppose it's probably like custom made because he's so massive. Well, um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know necessarily whether it's a fake or legit, but he was wearing the brand new Man United shirt, mm. which would put a few people off. And it looked like he had a mop on his head. Yes. Didn't it really? Yes. And it was all just a bit, yeah, the. The font was all wrong on the... I, I've pulled it out now because I had to remind myself. The the font was all wrong on the back. There was no... Yeah, it, it was... It wasn't It wasn't great. <laughs> so I've just sent you the other one. Yeah, I didn't see the other fella. That's Edward Norton. Okay, do I know this man? Edward Norton. Uh, he was in Fight Club. Okay. I have seen uh, Fight Club, actually. Surpri- uh, surprisingly. Is the Marcus scene. Yeah, uh, he's the main guy in Fight Club, the one that's not okay. Brad Pitt. Okay. Is this a real shirt? I can't quite tell. This is the Man United shirt. Well, it looks legit, doesn't it? It's the Man it United does. shirt with the treble winning season. Yeah. He looks but, like Beckham. He actually looks there like David Beckham, yeah. He's so, gone yeah, for fair, the fair facial, facial, you know, beard, the hair slicked back like Beckham. He's, he's got fake tattoos on all down his arm. Yeah, done quite a good job there, hasn't he? Yeah, I, that that one was a good effort. I I think I did do appreciate that one. I'm thank you for sending that. Um, you've sent over a picture of Harry Kane. Yes, and actually, uh, this is kind of like I mean, it's not really, but you know, 
if we're talking about like Halloween and spooky things, well, actually not even at all. Um, he, apart from last night where his team lost against a third division team in the cup, um, they uh, have seems to, I think they've been doing quite well in the Bundesliga. They're second in the league at the moment. I think Harry Kane seems to be doing all right. I think he scored a hat trick the other day. He did actually score from his, in his inside his own half as well. Um, but I wanted to just highlight, really, I mean, just the the colour, the, the colour on the numbers. Um, purple numbers with a kind of green outline. It's very kind of like Ghostbusters, ghouly type. And I just thought it, I mean, I think that's just the colours for their away kit. But it, it not just... surprise me if the official name for the colour was something slime. Mm, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's giving slime to me. Yeah, slime vibes. I have to say, <laughs> I do like the fact that they are... This is their own font that they wore in the cup, right? This isn't the German font. This is not a screen grab from the cup game. I think this is a league oh. game. Right, so it doesn't matter anyway. But my point is, I'm quite happy and pleased that they are in keeping within the rest of the kit. Because on the front of the kit, it is both this kind of purpley colour and this slimy, greeny colour. So I, I really like the fact that they've kept that theme going Yeah. and are using it all over the shirt. Yeah. Decent Very nice indeed. Very nice indeed. Um, you've, you've mentioned um, the word trefoil to me and it was actually something that I wanted to bring up with you because... It feels like it's been a long time coming that Adidas mm -hmm. have potentially decided to start using the Trefoil logo yeah. on some third kits. Is that right? Um, yes, I believe so. Um, it is going to be on their, um, whatever, what do they call them? They're like premium top tier clubs or whatever it is that they're well, called. We know what they are because we heard what you were talking about in last week. Or the week yes, I don't remember exactly the terminology that I use, but basically, yeah, they're going to bring back the retro trefoil logo on the third kits of... Uh, Arsenal, Juventus, Bayern Munich, uh, Real Madrid and Manchester United. Very excited to see how that looks, whether they go for like a throwback look on the shirts themselves or whether they'll just be, um, you know, whether they'll just be, uh, it'll just be the, 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 the Trefoil logo. But yeah, it, I mean, I'm sure it, it, it's, it's just a no-brainer, isn't it? It just seems like an obvious... Well. You know. it's, it's been like 10 years too late because how long has it been? 10 years, sorry, I'm a bit over the top. But when when did Nike do it? The word Nike and Chelsea had it, Barcelona had it, uh, yeah. Tottenham had it. Yeah. Mark's favourite Tottenham shirt. True, true. Yeah, a few, about four or five years ago. years, seven years? No, it was like Six four years. four or five, five years. years ago, I think, yeah. Feels like ages ago. Yeah. But... You know, that was the same thing, wasn't it? They released the Nike, you know what it's called, but it's just the word Nike rather than the tick. Yeah. Whoosh. And slightly retro-y shirts, wasn't it? Like. Yeah. Futura. Well, so. Yeah. So they're, they're onto a winner there, for sure. Yeah. 
just a little um, little a side note to everybody listening. It is half term at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know whether you can hear it, Mark, but maybe my microphone will pick up that I have got children laughing their heads off uh, at the moment. So What are they doing? They're not laughing at me, are they? <laughs> They're playing in the bathroom. Oh, cute. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> Apparently it keeps on falling over. Silly, silly munchkins. Um, keeping on the note of uh, logos, and which is very new, modern obviously, or talking about this, um, added Nike have gone with um, a new Nike tick, haven't they? For, it looks like going to be next season. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, I didn't, actually didn't see this. Is it next season or for their, again, their third shirts? Hmm. Nike have recently, I've seen, do a few more different things with their uh, ticks. Hmm. And one of them is, so uh, I've seen Nike, like three Nike ticks sitting on top of each other. Uh, and for football shirts this time round, they've gone with, well, they're calling them upside down, but they're not. They are kind of like, well, they're not upside down, but they're at a 90 degree angle. Like stood up. Yeah, stood up hmm. with another Nike tick inside them. Yeah, um, I think that's a bit. 2024, yeah, 2024, 25 leaked information, but they've done it for all of the kits that, again, are your premium Nike kits. Are you seeing it now? Yeah, I think that's a bit naff, to be honest. <laughs> It looks a bit strange, isn't it? You're moving away from... Yeah, Nike to introduce upside... Upside, upside swoosh. swoosh. Not upside down. Apologies. Upside swoosh, yeah. I don't know. Not for me. Yeah. The only good thing about it is by this kind of like leaked images is they've got of the team kits is the it's a it's a two there's a Nike tick within a Nike tick there as well so they've got different color schemes yeah which I quite like the look of but still I don't know yeah it's not I mean great. It, it's gonna add uh, no I don't know I can't defend it I think it looks shit so bad <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. really trying I was trying but yeah nah I don't know it ain't for me. <coughs> okay, it's not for you. Um, I'm putting you on the spot here because I did see um, Ars Arsenal played, a famous Arsenal played, mm. um, this weekend against... Sheffield. Sheffield? Blue, the red and white hoop stripe, that's what I was thinking. And won, but they turned out in their pre-match a get-up, which was again a new pre-match get-up. Uh, ah, um, yeah. Soldier Army print stuff. Yes. Um, but everyone had their name underneath the badge, like it was a uh, army jacket. Yes. This, you know this is um, the collaboration between Arsenal and Maharishi which I am guessing is a 
clothing supplier brand. Um, uh, and basically, yeah, it's a kind of London-based designer, and they, um, yeah, collaborated on this uh, on this um, on this kit. So it's like a yeah pre pre-match top um, camouflage, but also kind of like snakeskin type um, design. I'd noticed that they all had their their names on the on the badge, kind of like a army officer or police officer or something. It's pretty cool, like a nice touch. I only yeah. noticed it when Saka walked past. Actually, I know why. Okay, go on. Think about it, because we did this podcast a long time ago when we were talking about 424 team mm -hmm. with Arsenal. And when the players turned out, they weren't allowed to have the 424 logo on their um, kit because they already had sponsors on there. And yeah. I remember saying they, all they had was a red square. Yes. No where their names were, this is just coming to my head now, where their names yeah. were underneath the Arsenal badge is where the Maharishi um, logo is. Mm -hmm. So they've had to replace that with player names yeah. to conform to FA ruling. Boom! Very oh. good. Very good. I'm impressed, Stick actually. Stick me on the Kanye West case. I'll get it solved. That's, uh, yeah, very, very good. Very clever. Bloody genius you are. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, it does really, doesn't it? Yeah. All right then, all right then. Shall we have a, before we go, before we introduce the next guest, do you want to have a game of um, Snog Mario Void Football Shirt Edition? Yes, I do. All right, this is just coming off the top of my head. Okay. And because we were talking about it, mm -hmm. let's go. Snog Mario Void Football Shirts uh -huh. Edition Arsenal Collaboration Warm Up Shirts. Okay. So you're going to have to help me out here. Uh -huh. I'm going to do it at the same time. Type it in. So we're going to go with the Arsenal 424. Yep. Warm Up Shirt. Uh huh. Now, if I am not mistaken, that was black. And it had the it had a inflated version of what was the print on the Arsenal shirt at the time. Correct. Which was say like triangles in a geometric pattern, yep. with all the Arsenal and Fly Emirates gubbins red. Yes, that is correct. Okay, that's the mm -hmm. first one. Number one. Number one. Number two will be the current Arsenal and Maharisi shirt. Mm -hmm. So again, as we've just discussed, it's a snakeskin style. I tell you what, think Inter Milan snakeskin kit. It's that like that, isn't it? But yep. it's more in a camo pattern rather than a stripe, but in a snakeskin thing. Um, Arsenal logo, Nike logo are black, blacky dark brown, and then with a kind of beigey, creamy outline. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, the last one is I'm going to go Arsenal TFL. Okay. Uh, the Arsenal right. TFL uh, collaboration, which was their warm-up shirt, was um, the Fly Emirates, Emirates Fly Better Adidas logo Arsenal badge white um, with kind of blue outlines. And mm -hmm. then it was effectively the Piccadilly line 
um, seat cover pattern, yeah. which if I was to describe it, which I always used to try in anyway, it does look like a London skyline, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It's You've got like St Paul's and the wheel and yeah. yeah. So you've got three different kits there to work with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've, uh, I've, I've screenshotted them there, so I've got them all. Yep. Thank you. Um, right, Snog Mario Void. Okay. Um, it, 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 it's actually an easy one for me, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it some, you know, I'll, 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 I'll talk about my, I'll talk about my workings out. Um, it's, so I'll, let's talk about the Maharishi one first. Um, yeah. I, I don't love the army camouflage style combined with the like snake skin -ness. I mean, it's actually kind of touching on the brown side of things, harking back to one of our uh, classic episodes. Um, so I guess if Arsenal are ever, if I'm ever asked if Arsenal have ever had a brown shirt, I can say no, but this one's pretty close. Um, it that's not to say that I don't that it's like an immediate no, but it's just like ah, oh, it's just quite ugly, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, it's just quite ugly. Do you think um, actually for the first time in a while Arsenal have missed the mark on this one, or? Do you think they're kind of at a point where it doesn't matter because they're actually bringing in huge, huge kind of companies to collaborate? Yeah. That actually they're not doing this for the fans, they're doing it for marketing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I, I think in terms of it being like a selling thing, I mean, the thing is, it's going to sell out because it just will. But it's yeah it's not not a not not for me okay so moving to the 424 which i do like actually um because this was very like off the time like blackout shirts maybe three or four years ago maybe like that was a thing if you will um i like the fact that it's kind of playing on the shirt design of the time that Arsenal had, um, but it's got the red kind of accents. Um, Do you know what, if I may interrupt really quickly, to go off yes. your thing, this is the only one of those three, and probably of most Arsenal team up, actually no, that's not true, because one or two of them have been, but these are collaboration ones, aren't they? That actually has stuck to an, an Arsenal brief. Yeah. We discussed it a long time ago on the pod, and just now is that it uses elements of the current Arsenal shirts. Yeah, exactly. This is us. We're going to go leopard print, not leopard print, but here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, this one I like, um, and then my one true love uh, of Arsenal warm-up shirts. Um, I think like this one came out at a time. The, for, for me personally, the, the timing of this release was couldn't have been better. Um, fundamentally, it's an ugly shirt. And I think that's what's like funny about it, because it, it's not a nice design. It's a... It, well, to me, it's kind of an iconic design, but it's not really if, you don't, if you've never been to London or you don't know anything about it. But 
for me, it came out at a time where I'd like moved abroad. Like I was, it really like, it's a connection for me between obviously the football team that I support, but also like the that. city that I'm from. And like, so for me, it was like, I bought the long sleeve shirt within a second. Like I was like, I have this to have this. This is one this. of the reasons why we do this show and why we keep yeah. on doing this show because these things come up and you've never really said that before. We've always, we both agreed that it's nice and, and brilliant and you loved it enough to buy it, but you can put the reasons behind it and it's, it's one of those things. You'll always yeah. have that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I like to kind of, also it's very practical because it's uh, fleece lined on the inside, so it's very warm as well. There um, we go, perfect this time of year. Exactly. Um, not in Colombia, though. <laughs> no, Sorry. <well> not. <laughs> um, so look, right. for for Let's me, it's voice, yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm going in uh, reverse snog. order. Four two four, four two four, four two four. Marry. TFL. Avoid. Maharishi. Okay, I yeah. like that. I, yeah. I love the fact you went through the workings where you could easily have just gone boom, boom, boom. But yeah. Um, and I like it. Now, Mark, unfortunately, I haven't got... I. Unfortunately, you won't be uh, the guinea pig for a new game I've got. Okay. I'm going to run it past you. I'll probably run it on the guest that I have on after this. Yeah. You know how everyone's doing... Or, you know how we're, like, really slow to modern things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that people have been doing is those football grids where it will give you a grid. Oh, yes, a I know. Nine square grid, yeah? Yeah. Now, my idea is to have a football shirt edition. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I don't have a, uh, a whole kind of library of answers where I can score you out of a percentage. But just for fun, mm -hmm. we're going to have... This will be for when you come back. Column... What, what, rows and columns mm -hmm. and I'll have different categories and the idea for you is to on off the cuff is come up with let's say for example if I said like the column was Adidas shirts and the row was shirts worn by Olivier Giroud mm -hmm. yeah you've got to come up with a shirt that Olivier Giroud wore that was Adidas nice yeah I like it there we go. Yeah, that's an excellent idea. Well, let me try and make up a few because I'll have to do it in a way that obviously there will be answers for each one. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be bad at this though. Oh, me too, but let's just see. <laughs> Here we right, so that's three. And then one, two, three. Okay, so we're going to have um, goalkeeper jersey as one shirt, goalkeeper shirt. Uh, we're going to have uh, German. And then we're going to have uh, Nike. Okay. Right, that's that's the columns. Oh, and then the hang on, do I need to write this down? I'm going to write this down. No, no, I'm doing it for oh, you, okay. don't worry. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then uh, for the rows, we're going to have green. <laughs> okay. Then we're going to have striped. Ooh, striped goalkeeper shirts, that's tricky. Mm. And then the last one is going to be collars. 
Okay. Oh, God. Right. So, the first one. Goalkeeper shirt, green. What would be your pick? Uh, that Man United one. That from Man United one. 90, the one with the swirly thing. 94. Man U, 94. Oh, and you know that with these grids, you can't have like the same answer in twice. So, okay. I only accept Manchester United once. Okay. Right, green, German. A green German Germans. goalkeeper shirt. Nope, just green. Oh, German. the the one that I love. The two thousand and ten away shirt. Germany, ten away. Okay, green Nike. Green Nike. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Green Nike. Nigeria. Nigeria. There we go. <laughs> I'm better, doing better than I thought. Yeah, okay, so now, striped. Striped goalkeeper shirt. The Liverpool one that Kanye West was wearing. Fake okay, wearing. Well, <laughs> let's just put it down. Striped German shirt. And of course, when I say German, you can take that however you want. You can take it as Germany, German oh. League, whatever oh. you want. Oh, Union had a red and white striped German shirt. Red and white striped shirt. Let's go with that. I don't know what time, what what year, 2006 maybe. Okay, striped Nike shirt. Nike striped Nike shirt. Inter Milan? Inter Milan, yeah, there you go. Right, next one we've got collars. Collared shirt, collared goalkeeper shirt. Oh, it's just like anyone from the 90s. <laughs> no, but that's not the answer. Uh, okay, Come let's on. just do like Arsenal 98. I actually have no idea. I'm just guessing, but I feel oh, like it probably is. Thing. Come on, I need to at least fact check it. Whilst you do that, German shirt with a collar. Uh, I, think, I think Bayern Munich. Why don't you pick your favourite one, that navy blue with gold? Oh. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 1860. 1860. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Nike shirt with a collar. You could pick your favourite shirt. Oh, I oh, know, because I kind of not do Arsenal. Oh, no, because I didn't do a goal. Yeah, I'm going to do Arsenal 2014 away shirt, the first Meza Ozil season. That's my favourite Arsenal shirt. Is that that dark blue with the fluo yellow? Yellow and blue, yeah. When he lobbed the goalkeeper and then dribbled around two players and put it in? No. Oh. No, it was the season that he signed for us. OK, so we just need a goalkeeper shirt with a collar. I'm thinking um, the famous... No, actually, I was going to say the famous David Seaman one. But that does not have a collar. I, I might be stumped with this one. You might have to help me out. It does have a collar. Think about, um, is it Campos? Jorge Campos. Oh. Ah. Yes. Yes. Let's go with that. So let's just say. Great shout. Mexico. Mexico. Campos. There you go. All right, that's a, fun. That's, that's Good. A game. I like that. We freaking bosh that straight off. Well done. That could hey, be I'm a good. that could be a new snog marry avoid. Well, 
Let's keep Snog Mario boy. Let's have one of ideas. All right then, Mark. That's the show. Yep. Um, like I say, we've got an interview coming up with Jake from Shirts in Time. Um, keep an eye out on his feed as well because I'll be appearing in one of his episodes where we chat about football shirts. And then there's a game. He has a game called um, Goals in Time where I have to give him uh, a team or a tournament. FYI, I've gone rogue and I went for a player. And oh. he's going to give me five uh, famous goals, important mm -hmm. goals, and I've got to give him the time they were scored. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there we go. Look forward to that. Nice. All right. Um, Mark knows nothing about this, but that's fine. Um, everybody say goodbye to Mark and wish him the best on his travels. He'll be back whenever he's ready, and we'll welcome yep. him back with open arms. But in the meantime... <laughs> Uh, we'll be continuing. Mark, I want to give you the chance to roll the tape. Yeah, roll the tape. Wait, what are we rolling the tape for? This interview that I got. Oh, the, oh the, uh, sorry. I, I, zoned, I didn't zone out. I misunderstood. I thought the interview was coming in the next episode. But no, hey, look, I'm still here. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. Anyway, then we're here to chat with Jake from, what's it called? Shirts in Time podcast. Shirts in Time podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to listening to it. God, I'm, I'm totally gone. Um, yeah, no, it, Mark's checked out. Mark's on holiday. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, I need to say my line. Roll the tape. Boom. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the wonderful world of football shirts. Um, well, it's one of our special edition episodes where we have a very loosely football shirt-based chat uh, with a guest. And today I'm joined by Jake. Say hello, Jake. Hello, hello everyone. How are we doing, mate? Are you all right? Yep, we're all good over here. Um, for those who don't know who you are and what you do, give us a little introduction. Uh, well, I haven't really been doing anything for the past few weeks. So, uh, well, I'm a shirt collector. I've been collecting shirts for about close to three years, oh yeah October bang on three years now started in like a lot of people obviously did in COVID lockdown uh, and then recently at the start of this year I decided well why not take my love for football shirts and everyone else's love for fo football shirts and let yourself start a football shirt based podcast there we go and do you know what I like I've been listening to your podcast and I mean there's no kind of like cross well there is obviously a crossover because we're talking about football shirts but what I like about football shirts in the community is that, and with other people as well that I've had on, is that we just, we don't really cross over. It's not like a direct competition. By listening to yours, you know, it's called Shirts in Time. You get to talk to people about their favourite shirts and their collections and, you know, and obviously you've got other bits that are in there as well. And it's just, it's, it's a great, great listen. Yeah, I started it because I kind of just... I'm, I'm nosy for a start, but I just like to hear and see other people's like, opinions on football shirts and why they collect certain football shirts. Because I find everyone I've had on, there might be some things that we cross over, like some brands or some shirts might get repeated in certain episodes. But every episode, I will confidently say, has been different. I, I've we've never, I've never been having a conversation with someone and gone, oh, I've had this conversation before. So it's like, it's mental. I think it's thirty-four episodes in. And it's just like a yeah. refreshing new conversation every single time. 
which is impressive considering you like to talk about Man United a lot. <laughs> oh well, there's plenty of plenty of for that to talk about at the minute. All in the uh, the negatives, unfortunately, at the minute. But <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, so. But one of the things is about this podcast is we're a safe space, and the amount of actual football chat that we do on this podcast is very, very little. So, like I say, you're in a safe, you're in a comfortable space. Oh, thank God for that. You know? <laughs> So let's talk about you and your. Let's talk about your football shirts first before we get onto your podcast. Um, your collection. You say you started collecting in October three years ago, so 2020. But did you have a passion for football shirts before then? Oh, like everyone else, really, when I was younger, I'd have football shirts. But like you've just said, that I'm a United fan. So I've only really had United shirts. I'd have the uh, odd England one. I think one of the most weirdest shirts I had was like uh, Euro 2008 where England didn't actually qualify but obviously Ronaldo was at United and I was I still am a massive despite my backdrop this is for Messi William the Ballon d'Or but I am a massive Ronaldo fanboy so I just asked my mum to get me the uh, Portugal away shirt for the Euro 2020 it's like a white shirt green uh, stripes down the, the hem and uh, like a red collar I think it is but then not, I've not really ever had the idea of collecting. But then I was at work, I think it was back in 20, 2018, and Palmer released a, like an away shirt. I think it was maybe the first season they were back in the Serie A. And it was one of it's the first shirt that I've ever looked at and gone, ooh, I actually might buy that just for the sake of liking a football shirt. And that, that kind of, and ever since then, that's kind of been in my mind. And then uh, obviously COVID... 2020 well COVID-19 sorry happened and uh I watched Ellis Platten away days and then I saw how he was going into charity shops ordering mystery boxes and getting just buying these shirts I thought you know I can do that so I actually started buying shirts and selling them on Depop but then it happened that I've got a few in I was like oh I actually kind of like these so I just decided uh decided to keep them and it just uh snowballed from there really that is pretty much how it works. Yeah. It was uh, for everybody, really. All right, so Manchester United fan. Yeah. Um, I know that, uh, again, listening to your pod, you like to talk about your most recent kits, United kits. Yeah. Um, but for listeners who haven't heard your podcast, what do we think of your uh, most recent trio? I think that away shirt that we've got is potentially the shirt this season that's probably me being biased but I think just the way when it with anything we've united it's either it's just so massive it's either love it or hate it the saying is hated it or never ignored but that away shirt it just it was so split down the pit I didn't see a lot of people going oh that's all right or I don't really like it it was either I love it or I hate it and I think it's something that's so decisive in a shirt just makes it really interesting so yeah the away shirt, like I say, shirt the season for me. I love the home shirt. I love how they've incorporated the the rose into it. Uh, I love like the black uh, black trims as well. Really works well with the uh, with the red. Sorry, and then the third shirt that's just really clean and simple, really. And I love the simplified uh, devil crest as well. Yes, that was one that was um, quite fascinating, wasn't it? Because not been done before for Manchester United yeah. they haven't changed their badge since whatever year it was it's the first time they've moved away from that badge 
It's quite fascinating. I liked. I mean, I liked it too. You're right. It's clean. The away shirt. I've been very vocal on my opinion of it. I don't like striped shirts. Right. Yeah. As a rule, really. I think. Uh, but people don't listen to me. But I've been thinking about it more whilst I've been in the car listening to your pod. When you're talking about it, I've been thinking when they went on tour to America and they wore it for the first time. Now, whether it's under the lights they were wearing it, that green really, I wouldn't say it popped because it didn't, but it was like deep, but very green. Yeah. Like it didn't look black, but it just looked, it's it's a color that I'm not used to seeing in a football shirt, which is really appealing yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But I got really sold on the, um, the promo shots we we love promo shots and what they decide to wear with them and the fact that these players were wearing 1950s style suits leaning up against a green car yeah and that just yeah ticked the right boxes for me yeah it's that picture of uh lissandra martinez who i absolutely love anyway him in the with the jeans with the shirt tucked in i've tried to replicate that image many a time and i can't do it so but I just love like the shirt in that picture. That's all I think about really when I see that shirt. It's just that picture of him leaning on the car. Yeah, it's a classic for me. Nice. So your kind of collection spitballed from um, your lockdown. Uh, how many roughly are we talking about at the moment? How many shirts we got? Well, I thought it was a lot less. I thought it was a lot less than it actually is. I did a, I did a reel on Instagram oh, a few months ago now. And I took a picture of every single one. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I thought I only had 30 or 40. And I think there was close to 80. So it kind of doubled in my eyes straight away. So I was like, oh, wow. But there's no set pattern to it, really. So that's probably why it's not the biggest number of shirts ever. It's not the smallest either. But I like to wear them as well. So I tried to get ones that I can wear and can pull off. Yeah. Um you, you we've, we've both had on our pods collectors with um ridiculous numbers of shirts and cataloging systems or cataloging systems that they gave up on um and some of the ones will never be worn and i just i feel like sometimes it's a travesty that these shirts will never get put on yeah i had kick kingdom on before i had, yeah, all, had him on yeah before i had all the problems with my laptop and in, uh, internet he said his grail united shirt was the oh, united 1982 away shirt i think it, i think he said with the sh the yeah. white one sharp electronics and i asked him he said it's like north of 500 quid now that shirt and i said oh so you won't wear it then and it, and he said he would and i was like oh i love that he said he obviously wouldn't wear it anywhere stupid like the pub or anywhere but he'd actually he'd actually wear it which i respected when he said that I think his exact words were, I'm not going to wear it potholing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I find, yeah, fair enough. You're not going to wear it to work or go potholing in it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, you want to, I think we as football shirt lovers love to have them as conversation pieces. And the only way you'll get to start conversations with them is if you are wearing it to the pub or out or you know if you're going if you're an avid watcher of football if you're going to watch your game and you're wearing you know a man united away shirt yeah then someone you're sitting next to will start talking to you about it and that's what we crave isn't it yeah i wore one in uh, my local morrison's what shirt was it the club america third shirt you know with all the aztec patterns from a few seasons ago 
and he was amazed that I was wearing that shirt in my local Morrison's. He's like, "Why are you wearing that?" I was like, "Because I like football shirts, and this is a really stand-up football shirt." He's like, "Oh yeah, what team is it?" I said, "Club America." He's like, "Oh wow!" And then he was, we just having a conversation, me and the stranger for five minutes about football shirts. So that that's another reason why I like wearing them out. To be fair, because they're a conversation starter for people you never interact with in a normal day-to-day situation. I completely agree with you. I um, I can't beat it because I wasn't wearing it, but uh, I in my local Lidl there was a man wearing the sleeveless Cameroon shirt. Oh wow! I would have bought a shop. I wanted to talk to him, but he smelt a bit funny, and I didn't really <laughs> want to get too close. So, <laughs> uh, but it's exactly that. You know, we buy these things to have conversations. Um, let's talk about uh, the shirts you've got behind you bit of a well i know i know where you stand you have already said it and you've said it before you are the ronaldo fan rather than the messi fan the man's just won his ballon d'or hasn't he eighth is it eighth ballon d'or yeah i wouldn't say i'm i'm not a fan i'm not a ronaldo fan and uh, not a messi i'm a massive fan of both but i think just because i've seen ronaldo play ronaldo's played for my my team i just have that bit of you know bit of a soft spot for him bias towards if you'd say I, I I do sometimes feel a bit sorry for Messi from a football shirt perspective because personally I don't really like many of the Barcelona shirts and I, I, I just just follow my trail with this one <laughs> Ronaldo on the other hand um, Champions League Man United Champions League winning shirt the AIG yeah those that trio of shirts was it a white one a blue one and the red one the red one had the stripe down the back or down the, the you know when we won the champion yeah the when we won the champions league we had the the red one with the white stripe i think we had the we had the black one with the red stripe on the back and then the third was the away one from the season before so it was like a white with the shield on the crest when did you not did you not have the blue one when you beat or was did you beat? That was the season after when we uh, lost in the final when we lost in the final to Barcelona. Uh, sorry. <laughs> but even then, like you had that period of like phenomenal kits yeah, yeah. that were. When I, I've spoken, a uh, guest we had on a few weeks ago said that it was just the sponsor worked really well because it was nice and tight and tidy. Yeah. The colours were perfect. You know, Ronaldo's wearing them. You know, he's worn some pretty awesome kits that. I don't really know if there's a bad Madrid kit. No, no, the Madrid kits are normally not. It's just white, isn't it? So it's just so. It's really hard to get wrong, to be fair, but they are really nice and simple, which I like about them as well. Yeah. You know, so he's moved from club to club, which have had excellent kits where uh, Messi's been stuck with uh, red and blue stripes for a while. <laughs> and as, as I said already, I don't. I, the reason I don't like stripes is you're just so stuck. With stripes, you you know you can only do a few things with stripes, and they even tried doing the horizontal stripes. Yeah. Always yeah. known as. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you a fan of hoop shirts, and or or do you not like hoops shirts either? So I, th- that's an interesting one. Is a hoop a stripe? I guess it is. <laughs> I still think you're stuck with the same the same problem is that you're stuck with like you know Juventus can't do anything else other than black and white they've tried 
Yeah, they did. I think and they did that in one of Ronaldo's seasons, didn't they? Where they just did half and, and half of the well, pink stripe, uh, pink stripe. Yeah, team. that's the thing. And again, another a great shirt. Um, but hoops always to me seem a bit more exotic. I don't know yeah, why. I'm a big fan of hoops. Again, didn't United had that one, didn't they? Which was kind of blue and black. Again, was that AIG era? I'm thinking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Aon, I think that one was. That was like Van Persie. Van, yeah, yeah, Van Persie era. That one. Look at me with my Man United shirt knowledge. <laughs> what team do you spot? Wolverhampton Wanderers. Oh, you beat City the other week, I suppose. Actually. Ah, yes, and they um, Wolves social media won't let us forget about it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> for a long time uh, a few times uh, you know what thinking of <clears throat> sorry thinking of wall shirt I always loved the uh, the Dorito sponsor from back in the day I love that shirt really that's good well people do um, but people don't want to hear me talk about wolf shirts they'll hear me talk <laughs> about wolf shirts but you're um, do you I mean let me just kind of like find the best way to say it Obviously, I'm not going to ask you if you have a favourite in your collection because you've already said you've got a quite an eclectic mix. You're not following a certain pan, so you like them all, you wear them all. What about other than Man United and other than Arsenal? Because I know you drool <laughs> at Arsenal shirts and we have Mark on the show who talks about Arsenal every week. Um, other than Man United and Arsenal, um, what, what what's impressing you at the moment with football shirts? That's a very good question. That's a really good question that's thrown me off. I don't know. I think a lot of football shirts in the minute are quite... Especially now, this season, especially, very samey. There's A lot of them are going back to the 90s or early noughties templates. But saying that, I've, that's just coming to my head there. What Hummel are doing with their shirts, going back to that, uh, the Denmark template. Oh, yeah. my, oh I'm, I'm just obsessed with that. I love it. It looks good with every single team I've seen. So I know, again, you had Kick Kingdom on. I really like that warm-up shirt. I love the rainbow patterns. I love the way it mixes together. Mark wasn't too keen on it. Um, what I, what I, I mean, Malaga, I think, have yeah. nailed it the best with their really bright colours as a juxtaposition. Um, uh, because I think, from our perspective, my perspective anyway, Hummel got a lot of stick for the kind of cop-out of the red-out, black-out, white-out of their World Cup kits. Yeah, yeah. And then it just felt lazy to just almost identically replicate the 92, the 88 shirt that they did. Yeah. But the way that newer... I mean, of course, other teams had that template too, but the way they're doing it now with these interesting colours, I find really good. Yeah, I really like... I really love like the Southampton one because I think that's one of the first ones I saw. And then there's the Werder Bremen. How that shirt yeah. works with the green, oh, it's unbelievable. I think Real Betis have got a, a blackout kind of version of it as well. Oh, it's just so good. <laughs> If I was to go down another rabbit hole of collecting shirts, it would be co collecting every single one of that re-release template. Oh, I just love it so much. Yeah, I think 
we like to have a little bit of nostalgia in our shirts, don't we? Yeah. Minutes. Yeah, it's meant to hold us like you could just talk about one shirt or one football team, one season, one player, and you just go down this rabbit hole. It always goes back to, in my opinion, and when I speak to people, I always go back to the the shirt they were wearing during that time or that season or that moment. Yeah, because that's the thing, isn't it? And I know you talk about it as well. It's like football shirts, especially when we're collecting them, for bigger collectors, football shirts hold a special moment in time, don't they? Yeah. You know, um, you can think about buying a shirt because this was the season that United did this and United did that, or I know we are talking about a few episodes ago on yours, um, match-worn shirts, the Ronaldo last game shirt. Expensive. <laughs> yeah, it always fascinates me how. So, say for example, City shirt last season, which was subjectively a really nice shirt. That then winning the treble has just affected the price and the the rarity of that shirt ridiculous amounts, and that always fascinates me with essentially a piece of material at the end of the day, how something can just affect something so dramatically. Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, so, as I was saying about the uh, kind of things you're enjoying with football shirts at the moment, you're enjoying the Hummel template. And you are right, there's a lot of samey-samey. But if there was a team, one team in particular, it doesn't have to be English-based, it can be from anywhere, that you're like, that's the kind of stuff I want right now. Is there any kind of team that you're like looking at? And I'll, I'll, I'll caveat that as well with your collection. Is there any no-nos? Like you said already about Man City having nice shirts. Would you buy a Man City shirt? Uh, no, I wouldn't have. I would don't think I wouldn't have any other English team. Just because, like, just because, like I say before, I like I like wearing them. So I couldn't. I wouldn't be seen dead in a City shirt. I have wore a Leeds and Liverpool shirt for charity though. So, but I wouldn't own them if you know what I mean. I can't, I'm really jealous of the the Jordan PSG relationship. I know they put yeah. out like three or four shirts a season, but it's just so so good, isn't it? There's a reason. It's not like Napoli who churn out absolute dross. It's like just so classy, and it's just oh yeah. I really I'm je- I'm really jealous of that. If I'm being honest, I'm also quite jealous of Arsenal. That I know don't say speak about Arsenal shirts, but Arsenal and Adidas relationship. They've just released some another partnership with another brand and oh my god it's going to happen I'm buying yeah, I'm going to I, I am going to end up buying one of their shirts soon it's going to happen <laughs> they all turned out on um on Saturday didn't they in the warm up gear it was like army camo style it's so good <laughs> it's it's all right I like it the thing is it's like oversaturation of it that that's my problem is like they're just going to saturate the market with all of this stuff and it's only appealable to grown adults that can afford to do it yeah yeah when i've had when i had a uh, marcus kit manaman on and i was obviously uh praising arsenal on their shirts and their all the pre-match and training stuff they wear he he's not a fan of it because of that exact point that you've just said there's just too much of it but then i had luton town uh shirts on and he was really jealous of Arsenal doing that because Luton don't do a lot of that. So that's what I mean. It's just all like the same topic, but there's just so many different opinions and ways of thinking. It's just so interesting. It really is. And um, we spoke before because 
um, Adidas did that. Um, I can't think of the name of it now. Last season, it was like near the end of the season, a warm-up kit, warm-up shirts. Man United had one. The Team Geist. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. They did an Arsenal one, but they did the Arsenal one in that cherry red. Yeah. But they wore that when they were with Nike. Nike, yeah. <laughs> so Mark was a bit perturbed by that. Big word, that one, perturbed. Um, because you're kind of leaning on something else that's not yours. Yeah, they are. There is a lot of that, though, with like Adidas and Nike and all the other brands. They all do kind of see each other's ideas and go, you know what, we're going to try incorporate that into our own little special way. Look at Arsenal with the... Uh, the Adidas did it again with the Lightning shirt and yes. the Bruce Banana and stuff like that. They just are like... Well, not sorry, not the Bruce, but like the Lightning shirt. They're just like, oh, we see your idea and we're going to try to do our modern take on it, but it's just not as good as the original for me. So, again, we'll uh, rule Adidas out because of the Man United connection and the Arsenal connection, but what... If you had to pick a brand being your favourite brand, if you had to pick a brand that you would want to buy a shirt from, that you're enjoying what they're doing, what what are you liking at the moment? Is that for modern day? Like, uh, yeah, let's say modern day. I'll rule out Hummel as well, just because of the uh, yeah. the love of the Mexico template. Uh, it'd be Kappa, I think. Or I'll tell you what, actually, or Macron. They've had a massive resurgence recently. One of those two. Yeah. They really have, and um, there's some nice shirts. I um, I accidentally fell. Well, I did say accidentally. I fell foul of a Macron shirt. Uh, I bought the Lazio one, which was black. Um, and it had the Lazio badge, like a retro Lazio yeah, badge, yeah. just uh, pale blue. And I'm a large, but I like to have an extra large to make a bit of space. And even the extra large was. Um, not too forgiving. Yeah, that's the only problem with Macron and Kappa as well, actually, is the sizing. I just don't understand how different manufacturers and companies can have a same size shirt, but, like, so say a large from Adidas wouldn't be the same as a large in Kappa. It's, yeah, I, I never, I've never understood that. Um, I can tell by what you're wearing, you're not just a collector of football shirts, right? <laughs> you say your, uh, your collection goes a bit deeper? Yeah, I love all the training pretty much anything any bit of football merchandise that I can wear I haven't got any tracksuit bottoms or anything like that but I have got like pairs of short, random pairs of shorts and stuff like that just anything anything that I can wear nice and that what, what is that Bremen word of Bremen no Bre Brutzia Much and Gladbach oh I, could, I saw a B and I wasn't too sure <laughs> but they're, they're a idiot um, it's is that I mean it's Lotto so it looks about very 90s with the high collar as well uh, I think it's early. Two, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. Early two thousands. I picked it up from uh, Sport and Nostalgia off his eBay. Really good price, to be fair. And I just happened to bid on it last second. Unfortunately, it doesn't actually fit me that well. So it's kind of my my girlfriend. So, but I thought I'm gonna wear it just for this podcast. So. <laughs> um, let's. Uh, I'm gonna actually kind of pivot slightly because. I want to get you involved in the conversation or the the debate that's going on at the moment over Kanye West. Right, right, yeah. I'm assuming yeah, this yeah. Is what's happening with him turning out. I don't know exactly. I'm I'm assuming he went to a boxing match, which was Tyson Fury. Um, I'm guessing Tyson Fury and Garnu, yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And for those that don't know, and I'll share a picture, he was wearing on the top, it was like a caftan with a hoodie, but underneath was a black top with a long sleeve top with a Premier League badge on the sleeve. And let's just say three stripes down the side. And that blew the Twitter sphere or the X sphere, whatever you want to call it now, uh, up, didn't it really? Yeah. Because the bait was long and hard over what he was wearing. I'm gonna quickly go on to. I have an idea of what shirt it was, but I wanted to get the year and whatnot right. So I'll quickly. Well, let's just let's just put it out there right now that I know for a fact that it wasn't the Tottenham away goalkeeper, Tottenham goalkeeper shirt worn by Neil Sullivan, <laughs> because because on those shirts the stripes go all the way. However, on the Kanye West top, the the stripes stop. So that's got to be a mid noughties thing, hasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was the 2010-11 Chelsea away shirt. That's what I thought it was. Black with orange. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. So, was there something to do with the Premier League logo at that point? Or was it still in that kind yeah, of... Yeah, that's because I also thought that. I couldn't quite remember if that was the the sleeve patches they used then. Because that, them sleeve patches look early noughties so I can't really remember what they what, yeah I can't, I, can't, I can't remember what they wore in the two, in 2010 because they've moved they've changed Just, it so many times I don't know yeah the other thing is I saw that on one picture it looked quite orange so fits the remit of the Chelsea away shirt but then in another photo I saw it, it looked more golden so became all of a sudden a Pepe Rainer yeah, like Liverpool late mid noughties goalkeeper shirt I'm going to quickly get that up as well now I'll put side by side Ooh. got to love a bit of Kanye West doing that yeah. keeping us on our toes I'm going to stick I think I am going to stick with Chelsea but that the like you said the the sleeve patches they might be a bit too early for that shirt but then saying that he probably doesn't care does he he's probably, he's probably bought it from DHG or somewhere as well so <laughs> yeah maybe Especially because the other thing is, and this is how nerdy we get, if you zoom in on this, the cuffs of his of Kanye West, it doesn't look right. It doesn't look like a football shirt, so it looks like he's had it tailored or something to really throw us off the scent. Oh, God. Actually, to be fair, I actually wish it was something like that instead of a Chelsea or Liverpool shirt, to be fair. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, even... Would it not be... Um, like No, not Hull City. Because that would have been like a. Break. Imagine if he was wearing a whole city shirt, though. Oh my! He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's disagree. It was a whole city shirt, and then <laughs> he's a big fan of. Uh, was it Giov- Giovanni or something yeah, like that? <laughs> I like that. Modern topics. Uh, right. Do you know what? Do you want to be? Uh, what's it called? Um, a guinea pig. Let's try it. Let's go. <laughs> I, well, very late to the party, but you know, there's, there are a few things we are on this podcast. One is hypocrites, which I think all football shirt fans are in some yeah, way, absolutely. shape or form. Absolutely. We're also very slow sports news kind of thing, <laughs> and that also, apart from the Kanye West thing, which has literally not happened very long ago, but also, um, I really enjoyed doing the, uh, the, you know, the football player grid thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really good. Well, actually, no, I'm not too bad. It, but if they get a bit obscure, I'm a bit, I'm a bit 
So the point is that there's someone's just for those that don't know, it, imagine a, a a grid that is three by three, so nine squares altogether, and each column and each row has a category, and the person who devised this had a database of all the footballers in the world ever and let's say if you had uh, the row row one said like uh, players that played for England and then on the column whatever it said something like uh, scored 30 goals in the Premier League if you said something like Harry Kane you'd get you'd score highly because everyone would say Harry Kane so it's about finding the most obscure thing right I'm just doing this I, I devised this on my drive home yesterday drive home today Ooh, I'm now just sent to you over Instagram if you can have a look at your uh, your phone so I have come up with a grid for football shirts now there are no obviously there are wrong answers but there's no best answer no worst answer So, for those, I will share this as well on my socials, so you can have a go. Um, the top column row, we've got blue shirts, striped shirt, and a beer sponsor. And then the down, the X or the Y, whatever, I can't remember now. <laughs> we've got Gaza, so Paul Gascoigne would have worn this shirt. A Nike shirt, and an Italian shirt. You can you can do what you see fit with it, how you read it. All oh, right, okay, yeah, I know, yeah. I was going to ask about Italian. Is that the Italian national team or a football team? But okay, right, okay. Either or whatever you want to see it. So, let's start with the first. Let's start with the first row across. So, uh, well, actually, where do you want to start? Uh, we'll start with Gaza and Blue. Gaza's before my time, though. I was born in '96, so when I was first into football, Gaza was on the way out. Would the England, this is going to be the most common answer, I'd say, the, the Euro 96 away shirt, that's, that, that's classed as blue, isn't it? I'd say it was grey. But... <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, let's skip, let's skip Gaza and blue. Let's, let's move down. Let's go Nike and blue. Blue Nike shirt. So I'm trying to say obscure, obscure. No, or, whatever you want. Or whatever I want. I'm the first time I've played it. Ooh, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. What do we think of the Chelsea shirt this season? Uh, iridescent. Iridescent, like, like we've said in this podcast, samey. Not a fan. And they've, it looked all right without the sponsor defend, and now they've chucked the sponsor on it. And it's just, yeah. It's strange, isn't it? The chucking the sponsor on just really dulled the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. Nike and Stripes. Into Milan. Hmm. Okay, and then Nike and beer sponsor. Oh, uh, Celtic. Okay. Right. Okay then. Italian, blue. Sampdoria. Oh yeah. By the way, we know this already, but you can't say, you can't answer twice. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't use Sampdoria again. Italian stripes. Uh, AC Milan. And Italian beer sponsor. That is a tricky one. I think I know one off the top of my head. 
I might have to phone a friend. Um, I think, I think, could have been, was it maybe Peroni sponsored? Oh, Napoli. Did they sponsor Napoli? I think so. I think so. We'll do it. I think they did. Beer and Moretti, maybe? Let's, go on, you can Google it quickly. I'll, I'll pencil it in. I think, yeah, I remember seeing, like, the old school Peroni logo on there. I think it was Napoli. It does seem quite strange, doesn't it? Because I know you like your beer sponsors. <laughs> but Italian shirts and beer sponsors don't really... Yeah. Add up that Napoli. Day. Napoli bang on, yeah. Okay, so we've got Gaza. Paul Gascoigne. Let's start... Well, hmm, okay, I don't know how much you'll get this. Do you know anything of his career? Do you know where he started? Yeah, Newcastle, yeah. Stripe? Yeah, Newcastle, yeah. Easy, that one. Oh, you want to add Newcastle in the stripes? Uh, yeah, yeah. You could also add it as beer sponsor, but... Well, I was going to say something very, like, <laughs> unfair on Gaza for beer sponsor, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Okay, Gazza and beer sponsor. Uh, oh, was he at Rangers when they had McEwen's? Look at that, see. Oh, I could have. You know what? I could have said that for Blue. <laughs> you could have, but you can't now. <laughs> but who did he play for when he was out in Italy? Oh, you see, I should know that, but I don't know that. That's terrible. I can't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Who was it? I'll have a quick Google. Another quick Google. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know who it is. You do know who it is. I'm, is it one of the? If when I see it, am I going to go? Oh yeah, of course. I think so, but considering it's not your time period. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that is. Yeah, I should have known that. In my defence, he left the year before I was born, but I should have. I should have known that regardless. We're penciling in Lazio. Okay, so we've completed it there. What do? I like that. That's that's really, like that's really yeah. I really like that. That's a good idea. That not a bad little game. No, no. I'll try and get a few more together, and hopefully we could uh, try and do it again. Um, I've got uh, to ask you as well, as is as is a new prerequisite on uh, the podcast when you come on. Um, I've already mentioned I don't like stripes. Um. When we had our 101st episode, we had a special called Room 101, which, again, you're quite young, so you won't remember it exactly, but some there was a TV show in which uh, celebrities came on and they had to enter something into Room 101, which was like that you'll never see again. Something you don't like in the world and you never want to see it again. Yeah. Um, me and Mark each came up with three and, you know, we voted for the one to be taken away forever. Um, I will also give you another one of mine, which is uh, lace-up collars. Oh, that's a controversial one. They're not practical. <laughs> They're the, the, so the, aesthetically nice. So aesthetically pleasing, though. I mean, uh, maybe they are aesthetically pleasing, but and again, I remember Manchester United. Kanchelskis used to tie his up, Ooh. and he looked—it looked stupid. That's rogue. <laughs> Right. Okay. So let's say you're a player. You've got your you've got your lace up shirt. You were playing. You're not just going to wear it out and about. Where you know you can be casual, right? If you have it out, you're going to hit yourself in the face and risk hitting yourself in the eye, because those toggles have got little bits of metal on them. Probably yeah. you're going to hit yourself in the eye, right? Do you take it out? 
Do you leave it loose? I, Do you tie it up I like would, a bit rope? I would tie it as it, you know when you start tying an actual lace and you put it over and then you just tighten it like that. That's all. I wouldn't do a bow or anything. That's what I do to shorten the length of it. That's what I do. Okay. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. So there you go. That was my con slightly more controversial one. But I've kind of put you on the spot. I have given you a bit of time to think about oh, it. No, Is there I've something? Got I've got one. Don't worry. Oh, okay. It's, Give it to me. Uh, boxed shirts. You know, like the AIK, okay. the AIK shirts. Oh, they. Yeah, <laughs> I, I cannot stand them. I hate, I hate them. I hate all the hype that comes around them, because the shirts are nice, but they're stored in a box, so you can't really then see them. And then you're spending all the extra money for a box. So then, are you then a box collector, not a shirt collector, kind of thing? That's a really good one. I didn't think about that, but you're right because um, uh, Borussia Dortmund did it too, didn't they? When they had their beautiful again what we were saying before puma making a shirt which is originally made by nike yeah black with fewer fluo yellowy green it's like it came in a box it's like well do you want me to wear it do you want me to keep it in the box so that's that's a really good one i like that one i will caveat and say though the ones they did for was it nike in like 2004 those ones are kind of acceptable because they're translucent so you can actually see the shirt in them so maybe they're kind of, there may be room 101, room 100 and a half, I'd say. But <laughs> AIK shirts especially, and any other box shirts, yeah. Just get, stop. just release a shirt. No one wants the box. Well, some people That's do. true, because you're right. Um, it's slightly off topic, but uh, I'm a bit of a boot nerd as well. And I've still got the boxes, the boots come in. And it's like... That might be different, though, because you can't really, well... Unless you play football, you wouldn't really wear the boots, would you? I mean, I don't know, do you? No. Do you? But I play football, so why am I keeping the box? But the box looks sexy as hell. Yeah. Um, but the that's a, that is a tough one though, because I'd say if you bought the boots without a box, then it's a bit unpractical, isn't it? The boots kind so of come with the, the box. The box comes with the boots. Let's say, let's say you've 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 been gifted. I won't say you you bought it, but you've been gifted a shirt in a box. I'm not talking about a mystery football shirt. I'm talking about an AIK style shirt. You know, it's come in a lovely, pristine box. You've opened it up. You've took the shirt out. You're like, great, I'm going to wear this. It's beautiful. You've got a gorgeous box. And don't get me wrong. Again, they are nice boxes. Yeah, yeah they are nice, yeah. What are you doing with the box? What are you putting in there? What are you storing? Oh, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd store anything because I wouldn't want to ruin it because it's a gift. So it'd be quite... It then have this box here, I'm quite weird about this the box would then have sentiment of value so it wouldn't just be any ordinary box <laughs> as sad as that sounds <laughs> so actually saying I can't, I can't remember who i had on the on my podcast and they said they had like a box full of like tags they took off shirts i can't remember who said that now and that just amazed me so they also collected so they collected shirts and then above the shirts was just a box full of tags so they basically collected tags of shirts as well it's just like wow there's just so many rabbit holes in this thing it's the little nuances of collectors, isn't it? And their different um, behaviours, shall we say. Yeah. Can I add another one into the Room 101? Oh, go on, yeah. Please, by all means. Oh, this would probably be said before, and if I was in betting sponsors, just, oh my, oh my God. The, 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 I think the worst thing about betting sponsors, if there's a good thing about betting sponsors, 
Um, the now, again, slight caveat: when Wolves got promoted to the Premier League, we were sponsored by W. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I think Fulham had that, yeah. but it was wicked at the time because Wolves with a big W in the middle. That was kind of playing to the market of what we have. Yeah. But betting sponsors are so um, unforgiving with their colour scheme. Yeah. Uh, some companies, including TeamViewer, who aren't primarily that's white isn't their colour scheme. All oh, right. So they've matched. Oh, well, so they've I mean, matched. They so they've matched. Color match it for the, the shirt. Basically. To, to operate for Man United, oh, right. betting sponsors don't give oh, a shit. No, they're, yeah, they're horrendous. They're you know, you again. You were talking about um, Palace shirts with Cinch, keeping their kind of pinky purple logo, and the betting sponsors are the same. Like, was it the, the ever? The, what the ever? You were talking about Everton shirts. Everton shirts. They're like, really nice, but then, yeah, okay. The stake sponsor is white, but it's it just why does it need to be yeah that big? It's just in your face. The West Ham away shirt as well. It looks like a Betway FC shirt. <laughs> it's because it's just a big black Betway in the middle of a white shirt. It's just, oh, it's just I can't wait till they bin them off. Is that next season or the season after? I think yeah, it's coming soon, isn't it? Good. The more that go now, the better. Yeah, absolutely. It was that period of time when it wasn't it when I think like half of the Premier League had it, and it wasn't just. Because Wolves were as bad, and it, it breaks my heart really when your own team do it. But like, it's just that like the, some of them aren't even English words. Yeah, but, well, but then like maybe that. I'm looking at it a bit of a wrong. Maybe because I'm you know, like you know I'm a United fan, and then like a massive successful club and business. So a lot of these like teams in like the National League, League One, League Two, they they probably like need the the money that comes from the betting sponsors. So I can understand maybe why they go for it. But like Premier League clubs, it's just like. Got well, maybe not. Maybe not a lot of them do have the money nowadays, but it would be a fascinating um, insight, wouldn't it, to be how much of uh, how much money a team gets from a sponsor? Mm. Because if it, and again, I mean no disrespect to the team itself, but if Nottingham Forest can survive for the majority of the season without a sponsor on, you've got to think to yourself. Why? Why? Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. To be fair, especially when they just come up last season as well, didn't they? So yeah, that's a good point actually. So um, before we wrap up, because we've all got places to be, wink. <laughs> um, you've got your collection. You said already you've got you know your fifty, sixty. Are there one? Is there a couple of shirts that you've either are achievable that you've got your eye on? Or are there a few shirts that you've? Uh, I, I hate to word use the term grail, but are there a few of those you know that you that you really want and you're after? Uh, the two that come to mind instantly when you say that is the oh, I'm so rubbish with years of shirts. The United nineteen ninety four, I want to say away shirt, the green and the green and a gold one. I love that. That reminds me of. I know it's before my time, but it reminds me of my childhood because, little story, I'm a United fan because when I used to go around to my auntie's and uncle's house, before I'd go home, he'd give me like VHSs of United to watch, when I, and he said, like basically, don't don't bring them back or don't come back around until you've watched them. So I've grown, born in 96, but I've grown up watching like Mark Hughes, Lee Sharp, Eric Cantona, people like that playing for United, so it's quite, it's quite a strange one. And then my other 
love of football shirts is Nigeria. So the Nigeria 96 shirt, Dromberg, peak Dromberg era, that shirt. Nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, wow. Right, well, before we uh, say goodbye, which uh, you will have the pleasure of doing, if people don't already follow you or listen or watch, where can people find you on the relevant channels? So my personal, well, my, my shirt kind of stuff is Jake Shirts on uh, Instagram and X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I still call it Twitter normally, to be fair. And then, yeah, the, pod- <laughs> and then the podcast is at Shirts in Time Pod. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and wherever you find your podcast, I've took it. I had a little break because of internet and laptop issues, blah, blah, blah. Don't hear me moan on about that. But that could normally comes out every Monday at six o'clock. And then I'll also do like a little clip as well from the episode that's just been on. Just so people that I haven't seen or haven't had a chance to watch can see what the podcast is all about. So, And it's a good listen. I've been enjoying it. Oh, thank you very much, mate. All right. So, uh, Jake, it is my pleasure to give you the pleasure to say goodbye to our listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. We might be doing, we might be going to bed now, we might be going to the pub, or we might be doing a podcast on my podcast. Who knows? But no, thank you very much for listening. And if you're not already, please drop this podcast and listen and definitely share it about to your friends. All right, then, guys, that was the interview. That's, uh, I mean, normally we just let it go. We let the credits roll. But uh, because Mark's going away, uh, I just wanted to give Mark the opportunity to say goodbye, as he always does. And I didn't yeah. want, you know, roll the tape to be the last word. So, Mark, no. say goodbye, buddy. <laughs> and now I get a proper goodbye. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm looking forward. To, I mean, I, I can't lie. I'm looking forward to my holiday. Really looking forward to it. But, yeah, also, um, we'll be back before you know it. Uh, I leave you in the capable hands of Mr. Richard Critchlow and uh, esteemed guests. And yeah, thank you for listening. And we will, Richard will see you soon. I will see you a bit later, but also probably soon. Bye. Can we, uh, can we try and oh. get like little five minute things from Mark? Because you you are hoping to see a game, right? The Colombian league is confusing, but hopefully, yes, that is the plan if it works out. If you see something imp- impressive, then yes. I want to make sure you give us a like down the phone crackly radio signal yeah. update from Colombia. Great, perfect, definitely. Find something nice. I will. I will. Special football shirt from a lower league Colombian club. I love you, buddy. I'm gonna miss love you. Love you too. Say goodbye again. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.